Hi everyone, and welcome back to Baby Adults with Katie and Matt. And today, we've got a fun one for you. Today, we are going to be asking each other questions and seeing if we can guess the answer to the questions for each other. It's like kind of like those games you play at like bachelor or bachelorette parties, um, but just for fun. Just to kind of get to know each other better. Not even get to know each other better. To sort of see how well do we know each other. Yeah, it's a test to see do we really know each other it as well as we think we do. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe not. Also, this is do. something we like to do just for fun. <laughs> We've like, done it before. We, we do this like as on date nights. We'll just like look up questions like this and then we'll ask each other for fun. Yeah. And then, yeah, so we thought we'd just record it and we'd make a podcast out of it so you can come along and maybe you can guess the answers and see. Oh, how that's we do. true. They might know us pretty well. Yes. Probably some of these people listening know us really well. Probably. And so see if you can get any of these answers right. Are you ready? Yeah, I feel ready. Do I feel, feel pretty ready? ready. I feel very ready. Do we need to talk about our day so far at all? Or just gonna oh, we need to talk about our day. How was your day, Matt? I am so tired. Yeah? Oh my god, I'm exhausted. I went to a concert with my friend Melanie last night. You know how last episode we were talking, or one of the episodes we were talking about my past life and going to concerts all the time? Mm-hmm. How on earth did I do that? Oh my god, I was out till midnight and I want to die right now. It's like oh 7.30 p.m. Yeah. Well, yeah, you kind of took a nap, like a little bit of a nap. A little bit of a nap. Yeah, you came home late. I cannot do it. I can't do the midnight anymore. Neither can I, evidently. I was yawning in the show. Oh, at the concert? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fun show, though. Can't hang. Cannot hang anymore. But otherwise, I'm, I'm great. That's how, good. How are you? I'm fine. Like, work happened. Yeah. I did that. We made a banging dinner. We did. We had pasta. Oh. Matt made like this sauce. It was like tomatoes and garlic and tomato sauce and spinach and then pasta. And then we had a little baguette because Ooh. we've decided we're French now. I've been eating a croissant every day for breakfast. <laughs> we, we can't get away from the France. It's infected our blood. I miss it. So I just like to pretend I'm in France. Every morning when I make my little baguette. Oh, we have to remember to take out the baguettes. Or, sorry. We the have, croissants. We have to take out the croissants tonight because they need nine hours to proof before we can eat them. It's an intensive process, but I will say, I've been told about these croissants before by my mother, and I was always like, yeah, you know. And then I tried them today. Oh my God. To Trader Joe's credit, here's the thing with Trader Joe's. We'll talk about Trader Joe's on a future podcast. I don't know how they pull off what they do with frozen food. It's so good. Every time. Like, they just nail it. I don't know. It's, like, the best croissant I've probably had in America, and it was frozen. Without a doubt. The best. It's probably the closest anything's come to what we had in Paris. Yeah. But the only downside is you have to plan your croissants nine hours in advance. There is that, yeah. So, you have to take them out at night. You proof them. You wake up. And then, oh, the pro tip. You put an egg wash on top. Because like, if you just put them regular, they're going to be good. But if you put an egg wash right before you put them in, and then I sprinkle a little extra sugar on top because they're not sweet enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> Does Katie have a sweet tooth? That should be one of the questions. Probably. The answer is yes. Uh, I, but I do an egg wash and then you put them in. And the egg wash just like scrambled eggs. Well, not cooked, but like scrambled eggs, salt, and then a little bit of milk. And then egg wash, cook them. Moi, chef's kiss. Oh, you put milk in. Yeah, I don't know why. Oh. But when we made the croissants in Paris, the chef guy was, I like asked him what was in it. And he was like, oh yeah, I put like eggs and salt and cream. I don't know why. I just had some cream at home. So, you know, I put the cream in. I don't know. He just acted like he didn't need it, but he put it in because he had it. Man's I, don't a I don't know, but now I put 
and cream or milk in. She's been changed by her trip to Paris. Yeah. And That's... I'm learning French. Yeah, she is. I'm basically a Parisian. She is. But anyways, it's my day. That's a lovely day. <laughs> we'll go to the questions. Okay, let's start jumping right into it. We'll get a theme song at some point. I think that should be our theme song. That's just us making noise. That was pretty good. Okay, so how is this going to work? So, like, you're going to ask me the question, and then I answer it how I think you would answer it? Yes. Okay. And then after the person says what they think their partner would say, the partner reveals if they were right or not. Okay. Okay. Question one. What is their favorite movie? So I have to guess what I think your favorite movie Correct. is. Correct. Oh, I know this one. You know this one. La La Land. Yes. There is no part two to that. La La Land is a perfect movie. I will stand by that. I think it should have won the Oscar. I know Moonlight won. But I love La La Land because it makes my heart sing. And when I went to Disneyland, I thought that was going to happen to me. I was convinced I was going to get discovered and be on the Jungle Cruise and then they'll make me a Hollywood actor. That did not happen. (laughs) (laughs) But it could have. Yeah, maybe next time. Maybe next time. Um, Your favorite movie. Movies with you are hard because you often, when it comes to movies, if you ask Katie, hey, have you seen this? Her answer is, probably. Yeah, I'm like, I think I've been in the room while it was on the TV at least once. Like, I've seen a lot of movies and then I just, like, immediately forget them. Yeah, in one ear out the other. Mm -hmm. Which is fine. From what you've told me, your favorite movie is Forrest Gump. Yeah, I think it's up there. I don't know. Like, I don't know if I have a favorite movie. Like... There's so many good movies. Forrest Gump's good. I've always liked What Happens in Vegas. It's classic. Mm. I think we watched that one together. On one of our first dates, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Growing up, like, my favorite Disney movie was The Little Mermaid. Watched that one, too. I don't know. Yeah, just there's so many good movies. But Forrest Gump's always a classic. That's kind of my go-to when I have to answer this question. I don't know if it's the truth. No. Yeah. Maybe I'm it's just, The Little Mermaid. There's just so many movies. Like, how do you choose a favorite? Um... I'm not even choose a favorite. It's like whatever impacted you the most. That was like that was a rhetorical question. A rhetorical wasn't it? question. And this is why Matt talks too much. <laughs> if you ever asked us why are your podcast so long, Katie would tell you. Because Matt answers all my rhetorical questions. It's true. What food would they never get sick of? Oh, I know this one. <laughs> For Matt, he would never get sick of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. That is a hundred percent correct. Yes. It is the perfect food. It's perfect. You've got the salty sweet. You've got some sugar. You've got some protein and some fat. A little bit of bread. You can grill it if you want. Whoa. You can have it any time. Oh, you never had a grilled PB&J? No. I'm going to make you one. Okay. I need one immediately. They are incredible. Because, like, it's already... You've taken an already good thing. Mm -hmm. And then you heat it up and you have gooey peanut butter. It's incredible. It's delicious. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we need to make that as soon as possible. I also need to make her a grilled cheese. I haven't made her a grilled cheese yet. Yeah, I've heard Matt makes the best I grilled cheese. I make her grilled cheese. Secret is mayonnaise. Um, the food that you would never get sick of. I gotta think about this one. Um, we'll obviously cut all this out of me trying to think. No, we're gonna make them listen to all the whole thinking. Oh, good. Two hours later. I feel like you'd never get sick of, um, like, generally pasta. Hmm. Yeah, that's not what I would choose for myself. Oh, what would you choose? I love the difference. I feel like, I mean, like, there's a lot of foods I'd never get sick of because I tend to, like, hyperfixate on things hmm. that I really like. But I feel like tacos are Ooh. always just, like, a classic. They're always really good. Like, we never eat them. But, we like, don't. I feel like I could eat them all the time. Like, a good street taco. 
or sushi. Oh, right. But you know what popped into my head that I could probably eat for every meal forever? Is there were these ahi nachos from, I think it was Luna Red, that they always sold at the farmer's market. And I just started thinking about those, and I was like, yeah, I don't think I could ever get sick of those. So maybe either sushi or tacos. Sushi or tacos. I should have said sushi. Sushi is kind of your thing. We had sushi in Paris. Yeah. It was actually really good sushi It was delicious. It was like $30. We're like ordering off the menu, (laughs) and we're just pointing to random stuff because we have no idea what anything is, and my plate comes out, and it's like two tiny little dumplings, and Matt's plate comes out, and it's like a full plate of sushi, and we just like eat it, and I'm honestly just not sure if that was the full meal that I ordered or if there was more coming and so we shared everything I think we were like perfectly content with everything yeah we were pretty full there was a full bowl of rice too free yeah and then 15 minutes later she comes out with another plate of sushi for me because I had ordered some combo deal and I was like oh yay second sushi yeah who knew the sushi in Paris is fantastic it was actually really good sushi like one of the best sushis I've had and pretty affordable oh it was under like 45 bucks for two people it was literally like or it was 28 maybe it was really cheap 20 dollars total or something really good deal I don't know it was was before our perfume class we took yeah it was good I smell like a spring day oh yeah Matt made a really good perfume and it's like because sometimes like men smell like men like axe I feel like axe axe body spray like you don't want to give off middle school locker room vibes when you put on your perfume no and so his is like the perfect combination of like man scent and like sweetness and like ocean and fruity I think you named it like fresh and fruity I said I am fresh and fruity and it's just really nice it's it's a very nice scent I think Mm. he should sell it oh gladly Mm -hmm. yours is really good because Katie's smells like warm cookies With some ginger in them. Mine is very sweet. Well, oh, sorry. They're not, you're not supposed to say sweet. Oh, right. It's very yummy. It's It's mostly just vanilla. It's like vanilla with a little bit of ginger with a little bit of cotton flour. Mm -hmm. It's a little yummier than I typically would go for perfume, but that's kind of how it ended up. It really works. But it's very, I smell like a cookie. She does. Which works because you're very sweet. (laughs) Oh. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. What color do they never wear? Ooh. 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 I mean, I feel like I've seen your whole wardrobe. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I've ever seen you wear yellow. That is correct. It's not that I won't wear yellow. I just I just don't have anything yellow. Mm-hmm. Is there any color I won't wear? Uh, Yeah, I guess not really. Like, you are right. Yellow is probably the one that I'd be like, hmm. Mm-hmm. Unless something looked really good. Katie wears... Most of them wear a lot of colors, but sometimes you don't. Oh, I know. Um, well, you don't. This isn't my answer, but you don't wear red a lot anymore because it reminds me of Target. It reminds me of Target. <laughs> I know. It's like the struggle of... But she looks great in red. I have so many red clothes from when I worked at Target, and I don't want to like them because I don't want to remember Target. But I look really good in red, <laughs> and does. I have a lot of red clothes, so I do wear it from time to time, but I complain the whole time. She does. I feel like you generally never wear like I've seen you wear a yellow dress like once. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of orange. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. I was going to say orange. I think I have one orange shirt. And I I wear a little bit of yellow. Like, I have a mustard dress and a mustard Mm -hmm. cardigan. But I don't really own orange. Except I just bought a pair of orange pants. They're more of a burnt orange. More of a brown. Those are... Are those orange or, like, a a dark mustard? I don't know. Okay, moving on. Let's get a, a juicier question. Juicier? Okay. What was their favorite subject in school? Okay, so this is what I know about Matt. He's creative. 
he's good at writing. I don't think you're like a math guy. Shocking. You are correct. I so I <laughs> feel like your favorite subject was probably English. Oh wait, or maybe you liked history. No, I'm gonna go English. English. So I final answer. If it was a traditional subject, you'd be right. But there was a class I took that I would say is almost counts as a different subject. What class? Film studies. Which was taught by my English teacher. Wait, that's so cool. It was awesome. It was the coolest class I've ever taken. It was taught by Rich Agiloni in high school. And we watched like 15 old movies over the course of a year. It was so fun. I also convinced, he was a super nerd as well as me. So I convinced him to show both Star Wars, the original, and The Empire Strikes Back, back to back. And here's the thing, when we watched these movies, like whether it was Star Wars or The Seven Samurai or things like Chinatown, like we analyzed them while we were watching them. Then we'd have to write a paper on it at the end. Mm -hmm. It was a legitimate class. It was so fun. So it was English, but it was about movies. Oh, wait. So that's that's actually really cool because I took out a class just like that in college. I think it was called like film studies, but it was technically an English class. And it was like one of my favorite classes I took in college. And we watched a bunch of film noir. And every Tuesday we got to go downtown to the theater, watch a movie, write a paper on it. That was like the one English class that I think I enjoyed. Um, Not to give anything away of my answer, but. I love film noir. The Maltese Falcon, one of the best movies I've ever seen. It's very film noir. I don't think I've watched that one. Oh, it's good. Humphrey Bogart's in it. That's cool. Your favorite subjects, knowing what I know about you, traditional subjects would be math. Katie's really good at math. Yeah. She is actually an engineer, but doesn't, isn't the engineering degree. But she is an engineer at heart. Her brain works like nothing else I've ever seen. Oh. That's really cool. Yeah, I definitely was math. I was really good at math. Still are. I was, we had like the math AP test. um, Because I was in AP calc. And we would do the practice questions in class, and they were all out of nine. And so we, how do I describe this? So like we practiced doing each one, and if you got a nine on it, you got like a point. And whoever got the most points of all the practices we did throughout the year, they won, and they were like on cloud nine or something, and I won. Oh my god. And it's funny because my brother won too, so I found out he won, so then I was like, oh, I have to win. (laughs) To carry on the legacy. And you did. And so I did. Um, But yeah, I was really good at math. And I probably could have been an engineer, but I don't know why. I never really considered it. You found a good spot. And so now here I am working in HR, wasting my talent. You're not wasting your talent. Anyways. She could do anything. Like, Katie is so talented at everything. I've never met anyone that picks up any skill as quickly as Katie. It's one of the coolest things about her. She can just, no matter what it is. She'll learn it. This is why she's doing French right now, and I'm not. Because I can't get past the word eating and orange. And she's on, like, level four. So. You just gotta, like, push through. Yeah. I'm not sure I really understand what's going on in French right now. But I'm just pushing through, and, like, maybe it'll click for me. It probably will. You just fake it until you make it. That's all it takes. Yeah, basically. (laughs) I keep forgetting, like, how to, um, like, verb conjugation is hard. And the pronunciation is what gets me, is reading the word and then not knowing how looking at the word translates to actually speaking the word, because mm. it's much different than English. And that's what I'm struggling with. Too many S's. S's? Like manj and manj. Manje. 
Oh, yeah, like, they'll add ES at the end, but it's silent. Uh-huh. And so, like, the masculine and feminine version of a word, it sounds exactly the same, but you spell it different. It's like, what's the point of spelling it different? There's no point. But then again, English is weird, too, so I guess I can't really talk. Oh, yeah, we got, like, there, 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 and there. Mm-hmm. Imagine being a foreign speaker and hearing that. Yeah, they're like, what? It sounds the same, but it's spelled different. Like, what's the point of spelling it different if we're just talking? There is none. No point. Context clues. Like, you wouldn't say there, there, there. There goes the there. I don't know. Anyways. Anyways. Next question. What's the number one thing on their bucket list? Ooh. Okay, you go first. What's the number one thing on their bucket list? Oh, that's a really hard one. Because now you've left the con- well, you've left the continent, finally. So that's off your list. Mm-hmm. I'm just shooting in the dark here, completely. Okay, I'm just as... Just as in the dark? I'm just as in the dark as you. I don't even know what is the number one thing on my list. So when you tell me, I'll have to figure it out. Ah, uh, the number one thing on your bucket list. Well, I know that you like traveling. And you like music. This is all true. This is all true. So I'm kind of putting it together. I'm curious where this is going. But you also like dance. So... The number one thing on your bucket list is to see a show at the Sydney Opera House. Wow. Well, now it is. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I feel like something that's always been on my bucket list is skydiving. Yes. Not that I'm ready to, like, do that tomorrow. I need to build up the courage Let's do it tomorrow. But, I, I mean, it's definitely on my bucket list. I don't know. Maybe going to London. Because we didn't get to make it there. More traveling, probably. Mm. London or Rome. Okay, so for Matt. Matt likes music. Matt likes... <laughs> Why did I just forget everything I know about you? <laughs> it was like an improv when I was in the show this weekend. I asked Katie about herself. He like calls me out in the middle of the show, even <laughs> though I told him never to call on me. But, but in my defense, this time she said maybe I'd be potentially open to giving suggestions. And I took that as a green light to put Katie on the spot. So he calls on me in the middle of the improv show and he's like, excuse me, ma'am. Tell me. I didn't say ma'am. I don't know what you said. You pointed at me <laughs> and you were like, what are three things about you? And I was like, ah, I suddenly forgot everything I ever knew about myself. <laughs> and so I was like, I play guitar. And then I froze. And then I look at his mom and Matt's mom is like, just tell, say you like traveling. And I'm like, oh, that's good. And like, I like traveling. <laughs> and then I said a third thing. I said, I work in HR. Mm-hmm. That would have been a good time to drop a podcast. I should have been like, <laughs> I, I have a podcast. It's called Baby Adults with Katie and Matt. Different Matt than is currently in the show unrelated to this show right now. I am not marketing my podcast at the show. <laughs> Anyways, I, I wouldn't have said that, mm-hmm. but I could have. You could have. Next time you call me, just watch out. I'm ready. Okay. Um, okay. Oh, okay. It's my turn. Yep. So Matt likes music. Matt likes traveling. Matt likes... Oh, he likes Ted Lasso. Mm. He likes Star Wars. Oh, I think he would like to star in the next Star Wars film. Is uh, that your bucket list? It is now. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds amazing. I mean, I've always wanted to be in Star Wars. I don't think that... Does that count as a bucket list? It should be. Uh, One real thing that I did want to do... So when I was in high school, I got really into Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Shocking. As one does. As one does. And I got really into the idea of, like, making movie props. Ooh. And so I built... 
Han Solo's blaster from The Empire Strikes Back. What? Yeah, it's in my house. How big is it? It's life. It's it's, it's a blaster. It's a blaster. It's a life size gun. A blaster's a gun. Yeah, it's like a little. It's his his gun. He shoots Ooh. a droid with. Okay, you have to show me that next time. I will show you next time. Oh, we could have been Han Solo for Halloween. Okay. Oh, we're actually. Should we say what we're gonna be? Ooh, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Here's our Halloween costume. Well, if it gets here in time. There's that. We're gonna be. We're very original. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be Barbie and Ken. With the rest of the world. With the rest of the world. But that's the point, right? Yeah, and it'll be fun. And we'll, fun. we'll have fun. And it's like, it's cool because there are so many different Barbie and Ken you can be. And we're being good ones. Yeah. Wait, should we tell them which one? Oh, we'll, Ooh, leave, that as, we'll leave that a surprise. We'll leave you on a cliffhanger. We can put a picture in our in the podcast Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. On Halloween, we'll post a picture of our which Barbie and Ken we decided to be. I love this idea. Ooh. Cute. So exciting. Such on the edge of your seat, <laughs> I'm sure. But anyways, yeah, I built this blaster when I was like 17 or 16. And for a while, I was like, I think I really want to go into the movie industry and like make movie props. But then I realized that it's a dying industry and everything is visual effects related and that I would make no money and be sad. Yeah, that'd be really cool though. Yeah, nobody really makes movie props, huh? It happens, but like it's way more rare Mm -hmm. and it's more common to just have a VFX team. But those get worked to the bone and they have poor union. It's a whole thing. Yeah, VFX is a rough industry. So is that your bucket list item? What? I don't know, making props. Um, <laughs> what, okay, what is your, what is your what number is one the, on your bucket list? I don't know if I have one. Uh, I'd love to be in the next Star Wars movie. Hi, Disney. I'm good on camera. But actual bucket list. I just think I'm going to travel as many places as I can Yeah. with you and just okay. see things. Well, isn't that convenient? That's also what I said. What? Crazy. Nice. How, how wild. High five. That's an okay high five. It was just okay. It was okay. What quality do they most value in others? Okay, what do you think I value the most in others? I think you value the most, I think most valuable, one of the most valuable things to you is honesty. Mm -hmm. That's really important because you need to trust people in order to like let them in. Yeah, I feel like I value like honesty and people who are genuine, Mm. genuineness. That was mine. That was yours? Yeah. We can't... Spoilers! Oh, no! You can't tell me! That's one of mine. There's other ones. There's other ones. That is a big one, though. Yeah, genuineness. Like, you want to know... You want to get the real them. And I feel like you can tell when somebody's trying to be somebody they're not, and when somebody just feels safe to, like, be themselves. And I feel like it's cool when you feel like you're getting the real deal of the person. Okay, my guess for you is genuineness. Oh my god, crazy. That is one of them. Okay, let me Probably the most important. There's, there's, we could do another one, though. Something you value in others. Maybe just, like, kindness? I don't know. What That's is, a good one. What, do you, what are your... What other ones? I would say the first one that came to my mind was, like, dependability. Oh, that's a good one. One of the things that I became known for in... When I was a tour guide, I got this award called the Count On Award. You could always count on me to show up and be there. And I think I really value that in other people. Because mm-hmm. I can always count on them to be there, to be consistent. That's a just... really good quality. Yeah. I like that one. That's a good one. Thanks. You're very dependable. Oh, thank you. I You're try. Welcome. You do great. Okay, let's get some spicy ones. Spicy ones? All right, let's get spicy. What are your thoughts on open relationships? <laughs> no. What are your thoughts? Um, I'm probably going to go with the no. Mm. How do you like to be apologized to? 
Ooh, I like this one. I'll go try and answer for you first. Do you have an answer? I think so. Generally speaking, if I make a mistake, like I'm just kind of thinking in terms of you, like if I made a mistake with you and like I'm apologized to you, how do you want to be apologized to? I feel like you want things very direct, but maybe not completely in the moment. Like sometimes you need a little bit of processing time. Not a lot. I think sometimes you need a little bit. Yeah, I feel like that's true. Like in the moment, if you're like, you messed up, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm probably like dealing with whatever it is that you've done. (laughs) (laughs) And like trying to process that. And so I might not be in the best state to like try to process that and an apology maybe. So maybe, yeah, like talking about it, like bringing it back up later. Mm -hmm. I've done a lot of that. And being like, hey, I'm really sorry about what happened. Do you want to talk about it? It's like we were late for the ghost tour. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Yeah. Yeah. So we had this ghost tour in Paris. Katie was very excited. We actually told her to talk about it on the podcast before. And I was like, great. Everything takes 30 minutes to get to in Paris. Super easy. We had a really long day. So I think we took a nap. We were just kind of lying around. And then I looked at the clock and I went, oh, wow, we have to go. But I don't want to take the bus because I didn't trust the bus for some reason. And then we're trying to find the transit, and then it takes us a while, and then I'm text, we're like 10 minutes late, and we're running through the train station trying to get there on time. We were very stressed. Yeah. And I was apologizing in the moment, but Katie was very rightly dealing with it in the moment and wasn't really in the apologizing state. Well, I was just like stressed about getting to the place. Yeah. That was like my one thing on my mind. I was like, I just want to get there, and then we'll figure it out. Yeah. And then I feel like when you apologize, like you feel like you feel bad about it. And then I feel bad that you feel bad. And I don't want you to feel bad. I want you to just like apologize and like we move on. This is a problem being empathetic people. Yeah. So yes, generally a little processing time, talk about it and then be done. Yeah. Because I feel like sometimes like when you apologize, it's like I feel like worse for you than I feel for me. Because mm-hmm. you feel re- you like you're really hard on yourself. Generally speaking. And so sometimes I'm just like, I wish Matt wasn't so hard on himself. Because mm-hmm. then now I'm also feeling bad about what you've done. And then I'm also feeling bad because you feel bad. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah. I'm working on being less hard on myself, though. Therapy. It works. Yay. Yay. How do I like to be apologized to? Well, definitely, like, I feel like you want it to be upfront and... I don't know if there's, like, a specific way. I feel like it's just acknowledging if I did something wrong. Like, acknowledging it. Acknowledging how it probably made you feel. Mm -hmm. Validating your feelings. And just talking about it, I guess. I think that's it. It's The only addition to that is different than you. In the moment is always better. In the moment. Just, like, whenever it happens. I need zero processing time. My brain is just... (laughs) constantly on fire okay good to know let's see here we could do like one or two more more or two more yeah how are they working on self-growth and self-improvement i'll go first okay well matt goes to therapy every week which i think is a, like the best first step i think towards self-growth and self-improvement but then there's also just little things that you do i think I think you're just very aware, too, of, like, when I'll bring up things that, like, I think I'm working on, and you're like, oh, that's something I can work on, too. And so then we kind of do it together. I'm trying to put these into good words. 
I think just learning to be more aware of the things you do that are maybe not your best habits. Like being hard on yourself. Mm. Or like we talk about like how we we should on ourselves. Like we'll say like, oh, I should do this. I should do that. And trying to be better about not doing that. And just like being cognizant of it. And I think calling each other out on it. It does help. I don't know. I feel like you're always just trying to improve yourself too with creating more of a healthy mindset around exercise and like looking for opportunities for that and like healthier mindset around food. Big one. And like, I feel like you're constantly working on that, Mm -hmm. which is good. And also, and you got a new job, which is cool because you weren't super happy in your old job. No. And so you're finding things that you love that are more fulfilling to you. No. Even though it's hard. Even though your job's stressful sometimes. Still better. That was a nice answer. Oh, thank you. I wouldn't have said anything different. How does Katie work on self-improvement? How doesn't Katie work on self-improvement? That's the biggest question. I keep saying, one of the things I love about Katie, but truly, from the very beginning, and one thing I tell you all the time, I am always so impressed with how much you're always working on yourself, and like how every time we hang out or we're together, I can just see a difference uh-huh. all the time. Like, how does Katie... Katie uh, is going, was going to therapy regularly. It's like kind of taking a little respite after vacay she reads books in the spirit of self-improvement almost constantly she's always trying to learn heck she's learning a foreign language she is taking a again that healthy approach to exercise and to doing it for your mental health how that's the bigger question is how do you not take care of yourself she's the most self-improvement focused person like from the projects you take on, you just her, her mindset is how hard can it be of I'm going to learn to DIY this or I'm going to learn to do an Etsy shop or I'm going to learn to do blah. Your mind is always, always working and you're always incredibly cognizant of that and of what you want out of yourself. It's really inspiring. And that's kind of what what not is what made me but in part, it's what's made me want to keep on trying and keep on improving and being the best person I can be. Because I'm like, if anyone like that wants to be around me, the least I can do is like try and be the best person I can and improve myself. Oh my god, I'm crying. <laughs> so sweet. Aw. That also reminds me, though, of like the book that I'm reading right now, speaking of reading books. I'm reading Same. a book about perfectionists, and I'm learning about me being a perfectionist. And it's cool, yeah, that I do all those things. Mm-hmm. But I'm learning that that's a tendency of perfectionists, of like, you have all these ideas going on in your head constantly and you like feel guilty about not acting on them. It's like the pressure of like, I guess like shooting on myself of like, oh, I should not waste my potential. And so I feel like I have this like constant need to like feel like I'm do like constantly improving. I get really hard on myself when I'm not. But so yeah, I do do all those things. But we're working on it. But yeah. I'm, like, learning how to, like, harness the power of my perfectionism for good and not to stress me out so much. Mm. But I'm only on, like, chapter two of the book, so stay tuned. Maybe we'll do an episode on perfectionism. It's very interesting. Like, I was reading this book and I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I've always thought, like, yeah, I'm a perfectionist, but I'm, like, reading the book and I'm like, oh. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is, like, a breed of people that are all just like me. And apparently not everybody's like this. But anyways... Interesting. We're working progresses. A work in progress. Progress. As Ted Lasso says. Yes. See, now I quote Ted Lasso. Yeah, she does. It's the best. 
But yeah, Katie's always self-improving. It's very inspiring. It's what, one of a million things make me love her. Aww. Should we call that? I think we're going to call it there. It's late. No, that was really fun, though. I like that one. That was a neat topic. We should do that again, but like with harder questions. Yeah, this is the easy round. Just kind of warming everyone up. Just warming you all up. Let us know in the comments how many you got right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is just kind of, you just got a window into a little evening with us. Thanks for hanging out with us. We had fun. I hope you had fun. I had fun. We'll probably do more episodes like this, but we'll also do mm. some more like structured stuff coming up. But thanks again for listening to our podcast. Let us know if you have any questions or ideas that you want us to talk about in our episodes. Give us that follow on Spotify if you want. No pressure at all. But you can. It's Spotify, free. Apple. We're not on other platforms yet, so it's those two. But if you want us to be... Let us know. Let us know. But if you if you don't have Spotify and Apple Music, you're probably not listening to this. So. Yeah, what are you doing if you don't have those? What what else do people listen to these things? Amazon? On? We'll we'll try to get on all the other ones. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. We're starting small. But yeah. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much. We love and appreciate you all. And have a good one. <laughs> we'll see you next time on Baby Adults. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.